Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. And welcome back to your favorite podcast. Thoughts by the VLD out the podcast. Yeah, man, I hope y'all having a great day so far. Me, man, hey, look, this freaking pollen is kicking my butt. This can't be regular pollen. This has to be that OG loud pollen. You know what I mean? That peck. <laughs> this ain't a regular. Because I, I'm not, I'm generally not usually affected by pollen. But for some reason, today, you know, I was just, well, yesterday it started. I just started feeling like a, um... Like I had a headache that was about to start. I kept having this 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 phlegm or whatever in my throat, like this cough. I was like, "Dang, man, <clears throat> there it go." I wasn't paying it much attention, but then I realized I was like, when I felt my sinuses kicking, I was like, "There, I've got a whiff of something that I didn't need to get a whiff of." I don't know which particular plant it is <laughs> that is uh um. Uh, excreting this killer uh, dust in the air that is affecting me, but I hope it goes away. Ah, man. So let's get into it a little bit. I was watching on Undisputed. They're talking about Kevin Durant and one of Kevin Durant's rants, and um, I guess he wasn't trying to answer. He's been giving media a hard time, um, and. So Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless was both saying, basically paraphrasing like that that he doesn't realize that at the end of the day nobody really is talking about the wins and losses and the um the stat lines. They're talking about the story, the story behind the wins and losses and the championships. And I was like, damn, wait a minute, there might be something to this because. We love a good story in America, especially. We love the uh, rise to greatness story, you know, coming from humble beginnings and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and making yourself into a success. We love that story. We also love the um, the fall from grace story. We love to hear that story of the person who's just riding high on top of the world and then just had tragedy and lost it all. But I think what we the story that we love the most of all the stories, the comeback story. Yeah, from that person who had that fall from grace and they never thought they, uh, people counting them out, never thought they'd make it to that level again. And then boom, all of a sudden, here we go. Think about it, think about it. What recently just happened? Tiger Woods won the Masters, right? And everybody celebrated him, but we all know that nobody was out here checking for Tiger Woods and the Masters. I guarantee you that the majority of people weren't watching the Masters saying to themselves, hey, I want to see what Tiger's going to do this time. Because people that counted him out, people thought that he would never achieve the level of um, a success. And um, dang, there was a word I wanted to use, but I can't remember. <clears throat> people thought today he never you know, climb back to where he was before as one of the greatest golfers on the earth. 
but he did and so just on based on that let's celebrate him we love those stories and so i thought about it, i was like dang we even get this in just normal everyday life situations think about it sit down and think about it especially if you work for well really anywhere that you work whether it's meetings and <laughs> pretty much anywhere you work you ever had that new guy that new guy from corporate that came in or that new manager that comes in what's the first thing he does he tells you his story he tells you about how he grew up in um on a dirt road in mississippi raised by a rock farmer and you know he had to bail uh, uh push bells of cotton around the field in order to pay for his school clothes and and um he he and he barely made it through college because he had to work so hard on the rock farm you know he tells you that story and i and i always would sit there and be bored and unentertained by those stories because i didn't get it at the time of what he was trying to do but now i realize it the whole reason why they tell those stories is because they're trying to connect with you they're trying to create a relatable moment to make you feel like they're just like you we're one in the same we're we're a team they're trying to bond with you through telling you their story a lot of times the stories are uh, a lot of times the stories are um um based on a true story but not necessarily true because the whole point is just like i said to build that relatability between themselves and if you think about it politicians actors rappers everybody tells the story that's the first thing they want to come across to get across to you and especially politicians a politician will tell you his story over and over and over and over trying to build that connection between you and them i was like dang we got some great storytellers in there but one thing that we never really do is uh check on the follow-through of the stories because like somebody could come through and say tell you all these great ideas and these great things they're gonna do like let's say for a community or a rec center or whatever and they'll come through and they'll tell you all these great awesome ideas they have and how they're gonna make this place awesome and we will go for the story but then we'll never come back and check and see <laughs> did they actually do the things that they said they would do we usually don't pay that intent any attention into a while later when all of a sudden it just kind of hits us out of blue like you know you remember when he first came all the things he said he was gonna do he hasn't done anything like that think about a president how many times a president came in running for president president and then you know he makes all these promises and this is what i'm gonna do and this is what i'm gonna do and then he gets elected and then uh a year goes by and we're like well, he just got there. We got to, uh, you know, give him some time. Then another year goes by and they just keep building the story, these stories on top of stories to the point where we forget the story we was told initially. And then by the time we realized that they didn't do none of it, it's kind of too late. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and I, I had never, especially in sports, I had never thought about it. Think about it right now. Every year for every championship, every playoffs they find a great story they try to find a great story to tell behind that think about it it's like 
let something happen like someone in an athlete's family die or get in an accident or get diagnosed with a d- illness, they're going to emphasize that and, and they're going to use it to say, hey, this guy just found out that his mom has cancer, but he still showed up the next day and, you know, gave a tremendous effort, played a wonderful game. And his stats, when you actually look at the stats, though, the stats could seem pretty average. They could be pretty average stats. But the story behind him coming out there and scoring them 10 points, getting those four assists and three rebounds, is just awesome. So we'll fall in love with that performance as if he just really came out and gave us an all-star performance. But there's nothing wrong with telling stories and building the drama around the situation. Matter of fact, I was telling a story yesterday. I was telling a story about a time where, you know, in high school where we had found across some uh, some bad luck or I don't know if it's bad luck, if it was money mismanagement or whatever it was, but um, there was a, a situation where um, my mom had went out of town and I came home one day and the uh, the gas was off. And so I was like, dang. And then, so I, I, of course, I called, I called my mom, and she was like, yeah, well, I'll handle that on this day. You know what I mean? And then I came home like a day later, and the water was off. And I'm like, what the what? And he was like, yeah, man. So you say uh, you came home one day, and the gas was off. And then you came home a couple of days later, and the lights was off. I mean, the water was off. And he was like, yeah, that's something. But let me tell you about this. This is the one upper. All of us have probably at some point in time ran into the one upper. No matter what story you tell, no matter what it's about, they have a story that is better than yours. So the one upper, he says, you know, as far as electricity, that was just something that we didn't have. We had candles. That was every day. And gas, we didn't have gas. We had a fire. A big bell, a pot belly wood burning stove. And, you know, with water, we had a well we go get our water from. And then we have to go down to Grandma's house if we wanted to use some running water. And I'm like, what the hell, brother? Can I tell my story? <laughs> Can I have my five minutes of glory over here telling my hard luck story without you coming in and trying to tell the story that's better than mine? <laughs> He's a great guy, though, <clears throat> but that's just that. And I only went, like, two days without that uh, those utilities before they were turned back on, but it was still rough to me. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a great guy, but it's just like you have those people out there that are always going to have a story that is better than yours just for the sake of having a story that's better than yours. I don't get that. <laughs> Let people tell a the story. There, there is no way in the world that every situation I've been through You've been through the same situation, but different and worse than the one I went through. If Buddy would grew up in Mississippi on a rock farm, then there's somebody out there that'll tell you, say, rock farm. I grew up on Mississippi on a dirt ro- on a dirt road on a dirt farm, but we only had sand. And he's like, "Damn, bro, relax with all that, man. We get it. We <laughs> we get it. You you want to have a better story than uh, everybody else." relax with that man but think about that the next time somebody's telling you a story or laying out a narrative to you 
uh, just think about why. What is the purpose of that story? What is the intent they're trying to do? Are they trying to build your trust, gain your trust? Just like when people borrow money, they always have a story to tell you before they ask for the money. They never just ask for the money. Think about that. So, yeah, man, let's take a little short break, and uh, then we'll get right back into it. Uh, yeah. Hey, y'all heard of internet thugging, right? I'm going to tell you about this dude who took internet thugging to a whole nother level. Social media influence. Uh, his name is, should I tell you the name? Do y'all care to hear the name? Is me telling you the name important? I don't know. Dang, man. Decisions, decisions. I don't know who this guy is, though. It's just an article that I ran by. Uh, but is uh, Rossi Adams? He was arrested for allegedly, allegedly, allegedly attempting to steal a domain. That's right, I said it—a domain. Domain. He ran up into somebody's house with a gun and a taser and attempted to arm rob someone's dot com. First and foremost, how the hell do you even do that? How do you rob somebody for a domain? This is what I'm not understanding. Like, don't you have to, like, put in your information, your personal information to own and operate a domain? So, like, I would, I, I would have liked to be a fly in the room when he ran up in there to rob this person for the domain. What did he say? Put the login in. Put put the login in. Like, he's trying to get the, the passcode for the water supply in here what the hell are you thinking about man now this guy is supposed to have had over a million followers at one point on his social media sites uh they say he posted you know just people acting goofy and drunk people and stuff like that now he's facing like 20 years in prison a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine and possibly you know a couple years of supervision after he's released from com, what made him think this was a good idea is what i want to know and how the hell did he think he was going to get away with it i don't even see how you would get away with it <laughs> i don't know man and and it's just i got so many questions about this guy and his domain stuff and i re- am really upset at the same time that the article did not tell us what this domain was i would like to know what domain is out there that was worth robbing for and they could have gave us his ad too they could have told us what his ad for the social medias was so i guess maybe if you google him he'll let me you know what i'm gonna google him right now and see if uh rusty adams i'm gonna google him and see what comes up uh yeah you're witnessing some real life's uh investigative reporting going on right here put that in there right quick rossi adams the first thing that came up is of course his case that's going on uh, let me see I'm trying to see if i can see his site here probably is this or no here's a, i think they're telling his story on this article on vice um 
State Snaps. State Snaps is uh, I guess the the, the name of his site. Hashtag Do It for State, where he basically collected uh social media videos and placing them up, crudeness, drunkenness, nudity. You know all the popular stuff that people like to watch on the internet. <laughs> you know. I remember back when people used to actually use the internet to be productive <laughs> and watch porn, of course. Every, you know, we've always been watching that porn on there. But, <laughs> yeah, now it's just like all type of random shenanigans and foolishness on here. Oh, man, I, and I just ran across uh, that the uh, spa worker accused of performing sex acts on Robert Kraft has been arrested. Isn't that a little late? Oh, we're a little late on that. Uh, how was Robert Crabb arrested before the lady who performed the act on him was arrested? It seems like they're kind of working their way backwards into the case. But, you know, of course, he's already been, he's already off on his charges. Now, let's see if they have that same type of leniency with this uh, sex worker. Who, if there was sex trafficking and all that type of stuff going on, there's a high probability that she may be a victim herself in the midst of all of this, but we'll have to see how that goes. And the um, you know, they, the authorities have said that they're going to release the actual video footage footage of Robert Kraft in this spa, but they're not going to release it until the whole case is over. Now, even though his charges was dropping, he's out and clear, and uh, so on and so forth. I wonder how this is going to really pan out as the next football season approaches and especially if that video is released between now and then i wonder you know how that's gonna play out that'd be something else man that'd be something else. i doubt that they'll do anything to punish him as far as like making him get rid of the team or anything like that because this is the pages we're talking about this is they say dallas is america team but the patriots is really more like america's team if you really think about it I mean, shoot, they're called the freaking Patriots, right? And they've just been such a dominant and winning dynasty for so long. And, you know, with money brings power and oftentimes immunity. Mm, tell that story right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, while I got you here, let's throw in a little bit of content for my gaming community. Apex Legends, man, that came out full steam ahead, came out tearing things apart it seems to be dying reportedly it's dying the views per day are down uh from streams on twitch the number of people playing the game daily is down and i have my um uh, i have my personal opinions of why my personal thoughts of why and you know of course what the media is saying is uh, a lot of their interest wasn't organic it was acquired you know because they pay certain popular streamers to play the game which of course um trigger interest in the game community the people who their followers so they jumped on the game but then as soon as <laughs> as soon as the mainstream streamers dropped it and went back to playing Fortnite or whatever it, it died out and then they also have to compete with the division which has been out for what a month or two now uh world war z which is 
I haven't played yet, but I watched some gameplay on, and appears just to be an awesome game. That's out too, so there's competition. But Fortnite still is growing. One thing I feel like is killing Apex is the rate that they're putting out content. Uh, you know, the game's been out for like three months, three months or something. They've only added one new gun and one new character. You know, the map hasn't changed that much. And it's just like, okay, what are you doing? The game, you know, a battle royale gets stale after a while. Now, the main reason why I feel like it's dying is the toxicity of the game because you're forced to play in a trio you're forced to into this team gameplay and a lot of times i've experienced myself that when you get on there you you put in with these random people there's usually one butthole on the team every time that's either whining about you not helping enough whining about you being a noob your stats aren't good and it starts like immediately at the low menu and i think that a lot of people like me just wasn't wasn't into putting up with that i walked away from the game uh not to say that i'll never play it again but i put it down just for that fact right there just it was just so much aggravation of trying to play with other people that weren't there just to enjoy playing that took playing a video game as if it was as if they were streaming or if they were getting paid or as if this was an esports competition that was going on but at the end of the day all we were really doing was playing the game and attempting to have fun or at least that's why I was there. But nevertheless, we're going to move on from that because that's not why you're here. You came in for some discipline, and that's what I'm going to give you. Uh, the discipline of the day, right? <clears throat> Question, when was the best time? When is the best time to plant a tree? There's two correct answers to that. The best time to plant that tree was 20 years ago. Because if you planted that tree 20 years ago, right now you have a tree. But you know it's also t the best time to plant that tree? Now. Because if you go ahead and plant that tree now, 20 years from now, guess what you're going to have? A tree. Duh. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that don't become lackadaisical in your efforts. Because you got a late start. Plenty of people get a late start. And a lot of times people judge uh their beginning with someone else's middle or someone else's end game or their middle with somebody else's uh you know final product and that's bull and some people won't get started at all because they feel like they've wasted too much time already now yes 20 years of unproductiveness is a setback but it's not the end all be all didn't we just tell about how much America loves the comeback story, that rise and grind, pull your boots up story, and that comeback, I was down and out, I was 20 years behind, but look what I've done now story. Make that your story. Be disciplined enough to not talk yourself out of doing something just because you got a late start to do it. Plenty of people got to have a late start. If you look at a lot of, just Google a lot of the uh, successful people, founders of things like Dell or Microsoft or Apple, and see what age they were when they finally got their, um, their, 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 their stuff going. Take this information, do with it, whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. 
Either way, you made a difference. Get you a good breakfast. You're going to need it while you're out there getting shit done. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all and appreciate each and every last one of y'all for coming and listening. Because if you weren't, I'd just be talking to myself and they probably would put me in one of those little rooms with the pads and the straight jackets and but then i could be kind of that would be kind of cool because then i could give myself some cool nickname like the legion or something either way man i'm out of here y'all go have an amazing day